I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome back to Canto Byte Dispatch. Today I'm Brittany and joining me today, as always, is my friend Emily Lynn. Hi Emily! Hi Brittany. How are you? Well, right now I'm annoyed because I'm all like plugged in and we just started and I could have done this before, but I went to take a sip of my water and there is no water in my water. <sighs> Go get water! No, it's fine. I don't know really, no, it's okay. I don't need water. I know you normally have it's... wine. I know, like, my, my water cup is the cool, um, like, skull thing that Christine made for me, but it's um, opaque, so I can't, yeah, I know, I, sometimes I don't know if I have water until I go to drink water, and then I don't have any water. That's a bitch. I hate when that happens. I know, I just got myself a new, like, water jug. It's like a Stanley dupe, like, because, oh, okay. like... I won't buy, I mean, I, I, someone probably got a Stanley cup for me for Christmas, but, you know, Stanley's right now are that, like, that thing that, like, every every person wants because it's fancy and it fits in the cup holder yeah but, but i'm not paying like 50 dollars for a bottle water oh i know like i got one on amazon for like 20 bucks and then i got some for like my co-workers too for christmas um and yeah it was really nice they they turned out really nice i dropped it today and nothing fell out so that was really nice well, that's good yeah how, how have things been we haven't we haven't recorded in a week or two well, I've, you know i've been okay not much going on. We had a big storm the other night, which I was worried about, but it's okay. My apartment stayed dry. That's always good. 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 Well, hopefully you only have a couple storms left until um, you live with King um, King Charles. <laughs> yes, live with him in the same house. I know you guys are going to be roomies. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. How have you been? I have been good. I'm, I'm just trying to think of what's been going on the last two weeks. I think the biggest thing was um, my most recent procedure, which um, I'm not fucking talk about this year because That's okay. this That's is fine. The, the, I've I've been waiting to talk about this year because this is a very important thing. And it's something that I'm very excited about to talk about because this was the most, just the most interesting experience I've had in my life. So as a woman, 
you know, to protect ourselves from unwanted pregnancy, we have very small options for birth control. You know, there's the pill, there's like weird things that you can insert to your vagina, you know, there's IUD, there's implant, or if you, if you just, you know, don't want kids, you know, sterilization is available. Uh, and, well, it, it's they say it's available, but it's, especially if you are young, it's very hard to find a doctor who will actually do. Yeah, because I don't know, if you're young and you make a decision for yourself, it's, it's really hard for some dude in their 40s to understand that you know that you don't want something. And someone yeah. being like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? But I, I, for, I think as soon as soon as I hit 15, I had, I had terrible acne growing up. Terrible, terrible, terrible acne. And I was put on this magical, terrible drug called Accutane, where it just destroys your body. And mm -hmm. it clears your acne, but it makes you depressed. It makes you... Your blood boil like think of all the terrible things that could happen to you while you're a teenager that's Accutane and then if you're a woman on Accutane they make you take the birth control pill they literally make you sign an agreement and say like because if you get pregnant um your fetus unfortunately will be severely deformed mm -hmm. which is really scary because even on the on the Accutane um poppers that you pop out the pill it it's it has a pregnant woman and then like a big X. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty fucking serious. And so I started on the birth control pill when I was fifteen and for some reason like I had an allergic reaction. I've never had allergic reactions before, but it's but because I was on the pill and Accutane at the same time my body was like, No, what the fuck, we can't do this. So I got off of it and then got back on it when I was eighteen, off again, and then when I started dating Carlos at like twenty two I was back on it. And for some reason, when I was on it, I got really bad migraines, like just that was the, the worst part. It was really bad migraines, irritability, l loss of, you know, just the normal things that you hear about people on the pill, you know, depression, et cetera, et cetera. So this year I got cancer. Great. Right. Great thing. Gr fantastic. Great. Um, I feel like I've lived 10 lives since finding out that I have cancer. Um and I, f I finally decided, hey, um, I want to do something for myself. You know, I'm going to feel like shit next year. Maybe I should start, you know, looking into another option for birth control. Because I just I, I had just started like a new kind of a new pack or like a different like different amount of estrogen or something. And it still wasn't working. And when I did my fertility treatment, um, I... Uh, obviously it was off the pill and I loved the experience and I loved being off the pill and just like I felt like I was a human I was living mm -hmm. I was living a life I had emotions I had feelings you know I wanted things I didn't normally want so that was awesome and so I got back on the pill and even like I I knew I was like I feel like a zombie like I'm getting home from work I you know I'm a fucking zombie I'm irritable you know I can't even I don't want to be looked at I don't want to be touched and it was just one of those things. I'm like, I think it's time for me to get the IUD. And also I emailed my fertility doctor and she was like, get the IUD. So made the appointment and they were like, oh, okay, well, we're not going to see you until like January 16th or something. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I don't like having to do this. I, I, I don't want to, I, I feel bad sometimes feeling like I'm taking advantage of the system, but I called back the next day and I said, uh, on last Thursday, I said, hey, 
I really would like this appointment to get moved up because I start treatment in the new year and I would like to get everything inserted before then. And they're like, okay, mm-hmm. like take a note. And then I get a call like an hour later and a doctor's like, hey, you want to come in today? And I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, I don't even know which one I want because you can choose between the Mirena, which is the hormonal one, and the um, Kleena, which is the non-hormonal copper one. So a lot of options, a lot of different, like, pros and cons. And I was like, okay, like, whatever. So pick up Carlos. We go to the doctor. Amazing doctor, by the way. Yeah, we were, we, were t- we were going back and forth, and I told him, I'm like, I, 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 I want you forever. Like I was telling, I was like, can you, I keep you? Like, can we just, can we keep this going? Um, Cause one thing, cause he, he found out, um, he asked what I did for a living. I told him my profession. He was like asking me about questions about my profession, like asking me for advice. And like, I really like that. And it's really fun. Like going back and forth about people. Cause like, I really fucking love my job and I love talking about things about my job. I get excited about it, especially when star Wars episodes have things about it and gets me excited on the podcast. Anyways, I feel like Johnny Grosso, like, like talking about my job, but like Mm -hmm. being really secretive about it, even though it's like not a big deal, but like, God bless Johnny Grosso. But so getting an IUD is the most pain you will ever fucking go through in your life if you have not had a child yet. It is, it was, I saw God in the worst, the worst part, Emily, is that the procedure had not even started yet because they had to they had to do this thing where they sound my uterus to make sure, like, how big's my uterus. And guess what, Emily? My uterus is fucking small. I have a small fucking uterus, Emily. So, and it hadn't even started yet. And, like, he, because he did the thing where, you know, like, when you get a pap smear, and the, the thing that, like, stretches you out and you feel like you're... You're going to shit yourself. I don't know. Uh, I think that's just for me. No, I asked that because I got really, I get really nervous and I say things and like he, they were like about to insert it. And I was like, I don't think we should do this. I feel like I have to shit. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, no, that's fine. Like that's normal. Like that's, that's what happens sometimes. I I just love that. I just yelled that like I had to shit anyways, but no, I didn't. It was just, it's pressure. So they had a sound, they had sound my uterus and I asked, you know, I asked the question, like, oh, did you put it in yet? <laughs> no. No. And then for the next three minutes, I was screaming at the top of my lungs in that poor oh. little uh, poor little room. And I felt so bad for all those people. But it was, like, it was terrible. He was just like, okay, like, you're going to feel, like, light cramping. And I was like, I need to stand up. I need to get. He's like, do not you're not moving we're doing this right now and but it was funny because he when he told me I had a small uterus like I thought for a second they're like oh you can't put it in because I have a small uterus but I think that he was thinking like this is gonna be fucking terrible for you that you have a small uterus but I got the stupid fucking thing in and I swear even though like I've had terrible cramps for almost a week now I mean fine I think today was the first day that I haven't had to take any medicine for it this was the best decision I've ever made in my life and even though this was the most painful thing I've ever gone through in my life I I I kind of feel stupid for not doing it sooner Mm -hmm. because of how much better I feel emotionally like 
And with everything going on right now, especially like it's a holiday season, I don't feel any Christmas cheer. I fucking cancer. You think I feel any cheer right now? And just knowing that there's, I'm not taking this medication that that's like making me even more like depressed, groggy, et cetera, et cetera. But even though I'm experiencing terrible cramps and occasional bleeding, like, I don't know, like, I'm just so thankful that I took the initiative to, like, do something good for my health, knowing oh, that next year is going to be, like, terrible for me. And I don't know why I was really excited to talk about this, but it just, it's, I'm just so happy that I did something for myself and it's something right. for years that I felt like I had to put up with because it's like there's no really alternative like it's protecting me from pregnancy so why should I change it but yeah. I don't know for the people that listen if your birth control is shitty look into it because it's like I I know that the main reason why people use birth control is for preventing pregnancy but if you're having a hard fucking time there's plenty of options out there like I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's a one-size-fit-all for types but I know like explore you know explore if you can I don't know but that's been my past couple days it's just like I feel like I'm living again which is like really strange I don't know I don't know. Even Carlos is like, you're like a different person, which like, that's nice to hear. Cause I ask him too. And like, do you see a difference? And he's just like, yeah, I, I do. Like you can stop asking, but I feel like I'm that person that needs to hear it too. Like that. Oh yeah. you you sound different. You feel different. Like a Sandra, et cetera. But, but yeah, there's, there's a, I don't, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited about my IUD. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad it worked out. Me too. Spam risk. I've been getting a lot of spam calls lately. Have you? No. No. But yeah, that's just what's been going on. It's the holiday season too. Um, there was a bake-off at work today. I, no, I didn't win, unfortunately. Um, so my initial idea for the bake-off, because, you know, I want to win. Like, even though Mm -hmm. I know I'm not a baker, I wouldn't win. So, like, I was talking to my mom, and I was like, hey, mom, there's Bake Off at work. What should I make? And she's like, oh, you should, I should make my my sweet potato casserole. I said, no, I'll make it. I told her, I said, hey, I'll come over. We can make it together. Cute, you know, Hollywood moment, mother-daughter baking together. Yeah. And um, my mom texts me yesterday and says, hey. Um, I got the ingredients for the casserole at the store, like, say when. And I'm like, yeah, we can come over and make it tonight. And she's like, okay, like, do you want me to prep the potatoes? And me thinking prepping the potatoes means, like, you know, cutting the potatoes. I don't know why I thought that yesterday, but now reading the text message again, her saying prepping the casserole meant preparing it for baking. So the whole reason for me to go over was to just grab the casserole that she ended up making herself. Yeah. And then I was supposed to help her make macaroni and cheese in the crock pot, and then she made that too. (laughs) Bless my mother. Bless my mother. Bless my mother. But then 
I decided because I I have a I have a clear conscience and I would have felt really guilty if that sweet potato casserole would have won and I didn't yeah. make it. So I made some gingerbread fudge, which was actually really good. And to be fair, after the competition ended, the CEO told me that I should have won. So I feel like I won. Okay, there you go. But I just thought that it was funny that, you know, I told my mom, hey, let's make it together. And then I get to the house and she's like, I made everything. But I understand why that happened now looking back at the text message. So maybe I should have elaborated more like that. Hey, I want to help you make this because I... I don't want you to do my homework and my dad was kind of giving me shit about it because as soon as I got to the house he's like so what are you doing tonight and I'm like oh I'm gonna help mom make the casserole and he's like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh okay and then I see my mom and she's like okay everything's ready and I just look at my dad I'm like okay okay but do you guys do anything for the holidays at work we're gonna we're going out to dinner on Friday that's it Oh, that's fun. Where are you going? Uh, I do not know. Probably. I assume Korean barbecue. I like Korean barbecue. Are you good at doing it yourself on the grill? Let me take do it for you. And then you just like, you know. Oh, the ones here, we have to do it ourselves. No, like the guys come and they put it on and then they come and they stir it and then they... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's really nice. Yeah, we they the, the restaurants here that we go to, like they just put the raw meat down and we do it ourselves. No, they come up, they do it, then they cut it up, and then they like put it on a plate when it's like all done. Wow, that's really nice. That's VIP service. That's really cool. Yeah, I I I like when the holidays are around at work because it's like it's nice because like everyone's being really cheerful and kind and then it's like oh it's like christmas then like the next day everyone's like back to normal like it just is nice having that like one day where like oh cool like we're all getting together eating food and you know doing our white elephant gift or something i don't know it just it's like really nice and really wholesome it's like a nice day to just be like yeah yeah, I still, I don't know, like, it doesn't seem like it's Christmas, you know, Monday. Like, that is very, I'm not in the Christmas, like, I'm not, like, bah humbug. I just, it doesn't, doesn't feel like Christmas. Uh, I think maybe partially it's been super warm, which doesn't help. But, no. I agree, Mostly I'm too. looking forward to New Year's since I'll be with Kev for that. That's really nice. I know, I'm so excited to not be doing anything for New Year's this year. So the past couple of years, we've either gone parties or something else, and I'm tired. This year sucked. I don't want to celebrate this year sucking and potentially yeah. next year sucking. But yeah, yeah, no, I totally, totally at that been there. But no, so like at my flight lands because I leave Friday night, so my flight lands Saturday morning. And Kev's going to drive. But then, like, on our way back to his place, we're going to stop and, you know, get probably, you know, like, cheese and canapes and wine. So that way, on Sunday, we don't have to leave the house. Oh. Or, like, go shopping on New Year's Eve. Because going shopping on New Year's Eve fucking sucks. So we're going to get everything beforehand. We're, you know, we're going to do, like, a nice cheese board. We already have some fudge that Kev ordered. We're going to make a little fudge board nice 
Maybe get one of those little like shrimp cocktail rings. Ooh. I always associate those with New Year's because that's like my mom's favorite thing. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. I know. I feel like it's hard finding like a New Year's Eve food. I feel like a nice like charcuterie board. Like I've been doing those like the past like two years. I think. Um, I like that. I like just doing snacky things and maybe like some you know like frozen appetizers that you can throw in the air fryer, like crab rangoon or a little like, you know, like pigs in a blanket or stuff like that. I'm a slut for a mozzarella stick too. I do like a mozzarella stick. I don't know if I need a mozzarella stick and a cheese board though. You never know. I don't know. I think, yeah. I think, yeah. But, yeah, we're going to walk around, like, Marks and Spencer's or something and get some get some good snacky snacks. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, and then I get to be with my fiancé for, like, an entire week. That's so nice. And his family. Yeah, I'm going to meet I'm gonna meet the family. I got them. I went to the chocolate shop, and I got them some stuff. What did you get them? I'm curious to um, what... Like some little like pralines and there was little like chocolate, like crunchy little chocolate ball things. I don't know. I just went to uh, Max Brenner is a pretty decent place out here. And I got them some like caramelized pecans that they were sampling that were really good. I'd walked around the Christmas market hoping to find something like there used to be like for several years there were like these really like fancy like chocolate covered pretzels you know that have like peanut butter or caramel or but i didn't see those guys this year hmm. but max burner was right across from movie theater when i was going to see wonka so i just popped in there and got some stuff nice how was wonka i did not enjoy it um partially it is i do not like timothy Chalamet. like i don't hate him i just don't like he's just a like big blob of bland for me like i just i don't get why he is as praised as he is because for me it's just like okay you're a sad skinny white boy i I get it that's kind Mm -hmm. of his whole thing uh he's got a fine voice and i guess he can dance i will say the ads for this movie, you could watch ads for this movie and do not know that it is a musical. It is aggressively a musical. It is very much a musical. Like, it like starts off with him like on a boat, singing about how he's been on a boat, and now he's not on a boat anymore. And there's, there's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of songs. None of them are, I would say, memorable or particularly good the the problem is okay here's the good songs in it the oompa loompa songs which are the same music as the gene wilder oompa loompa songs and pure imagination from the gene wilder movie does he sing Uh, the pure imagination yes um cute grant is good as the oompa loompa Whenever he, but he is also not in the movie nearly as much as I would have thought. He's in like a couple of scenes and he's good. Uh, Olivia Coleman, always great. I'd love to see her. She's funny. She's basically playing. I, I mean, look, this character is a huge ripoff of uh, Madame Trenardier from Les Mis to the point where they're doing this song about all the extra. Like, she's like literally an innkeeper and she's doing this. Like, she's doing this list of all the extra things she's charging him for. And I'm like, 
they're going to start singing Master of the House at any moment. And I don't, <laughs> like, I don't understand how they're getting away with this. That's funny. But it's just, you know, like, it's, you know, it's been doing really well. People seem to love it. For me, it just left me cold. Like, I never emotionally connected with it. Um, also, I never need to see anybody milking a giraffe. That's horrific. Don't do that. Gross. I mean, it's a t- obviously a very, very CGI giraffe, but just the idea of it. And then he serves somebody a giraffe milk chocolate. I'm sorry. No. Gross. I don't want giraffe milk. Is that I what a Wonka bar it, is? I, he makes a special one that is giraffe. I don't know. It's giraffe milk, special giraffe milk chocolate. Intellectually, I can go, okay, and, you know, it's milk from an animal. It's not really any different from cow milk. But then you see somebody milking it. You, you see him milk. You like you see the giraffe's udders as he is milking this giraffe. And I'm like, you know what? I don't enjoy it. No. Viscerally, no. Was there a song during it called 500 Monks, One Giraffe? There, I don't know if that's a, what song that is. There is a scene when there's a bunch of monks and a giraffe. Okay. And they were singing? Yeah, but it's possible that that's what the, like, instrumental music at that scene is called. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, because I'm looking at the track listing right now. And, but it's, oh, wait, oh never mind. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, that, okay. that might be the orchestral piece. Okay. I thought they really just yeah. sang about them milking a giraffe. I mean, that probably would have been better. Uh, you know, like, people are talking about how, like, whimsical it is. I will say I... I am not a huge whimsy person or or rather I think the the line of whimsy for me is very thin like I think the Gene Wilder movie is very whimsical but it is whimsical in a way that I enjoy and that feels like heartfelt and lovely and this for me tipped into twee and there are very few things that I hate more than twee it is why I do not enjoy most Wes Anderson movies it's like a very calculated whimsy hmm. and I don't enjoy it. And also none of the chocolate looked good. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is a movie that most people really enjoy. I think it'll do very well because it is a musical family movie at Christmas time with basically n- no competition in that market. But I was sitting in the theater very annoyed that I had got Steve talking into going. But that's the thing is that I didn't even think. I thought it was just a movie. Why are they not putting in the trailers that obviously the movie that you're watching is a musical? I don't know. It's very. I Some marketing guy went musicals don't, you know, don't do well. But I'm like, but okay, The Greatest Showman was huge. Like people people like musicals and especially at Christmas people like big colorful family musicals but and and also because it is so much a musical and there's so many songs in it those those ads for it there's very little stuff for them to work with it's why those ads feel as stilted and weird as they do like when I watched the first trailer I knew it was a musical so I watched the first trailer and I'm like that's a song right there. That's a song right there. That's a song right there. Like I could, I could tell, but yeah, there's nothing that, that first trailer, especially you do not know it's a musical. It was the same way with the first, uh, Mean Girls trailer. 
Yeah, how are which you is, supposed to know it's a musical? Which is especially weird because it is a movie that was made not that long ago as a movie and then became a stage musical and now is the movie musical version of that. But I was watching that trailer going, Did, what's going on? Because it looks like they just remade Mean Girls. But that movie's what, like 10, 15 years old? I'll probably see that movie because ah, ah, Mean Girls came out when I was really young. So girls my age would act like Mean Girls and created forever trauma for me for when women would compliment me. I would always think that because of I would hear Regina George, like, yeah. that's the ugliest fucking sweater I've ever seen. Like, yeah. I n- never trusted a compliment growing up. Oh, okay. Oh, also, Mean Girls is 20 years old. But 20 years is still weird if you are watching a trailer thinking they just, like, remade the movie. That that trailer is so much not a musical that they had to release a little spot being like, no, it's a fucking musical. Leave us alone. Because people reacted to it being like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, the other thing I would say in, in you know, way in my Wonka review is I mostly don't like musicals anyway. That's fair. I, I like a couple of musicals. I like musicals. I... My favorite musical is Rent. And the movie for Rent wasn't terrible. I think that was, the, yeah, that was the first thing I ever seen was then I saw the musical on Broadway with the two original guys, which was really fucking cool. That's cool. I saw Rent when I came here before I lived here, when I, like, my high school choir came for a competition. That's fucking awesome. And we got to pick a musical to watch, and I chose Rent. Nice. It was like Rent, Phantom, and I think like Annie Get Your Gun. Yeah, Annie Get Your Gun. Yeah, that's so you. Well, it, the one thing about Annie Get Your Gun is it was uh, Bernadette Peters was doing it, and she's incredible. But I'm like, I can't, I can't watch Annie Get Your Gun. <laughs> in my performing arts class in seventh grade during rainy days, we would always watch Annie Get Your Gun, but it was always the first forty minutes of it, and they would never remember to start back off where you left or start where you left off. Yeah. We would just always start from the beginning. It was always that movie um, and another movie, too, but I can't think about it. But those always rainy day movies. I'm like, oh, God, we have to watch Annie Get Your Gun again in performing arts. I don't remember much from it. But, oh, no, one of them was Cats. And I don't know why, but when I saw Cats on Broadway for the first time, I was, like, waiting for a song to appear that I thought I had seen in the original Cats movie. I don't know. Maybe it was one of those like bursting bears things or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, do you just like forget sometimes that like Star Wars exists? I mean, it's pretty easy to. Yeah, I, I got my hair cut recently and I was I was talking to my hairstylist about stuff because I was telling her I traveled and and I was like, oh, yeah, I traveled for Star Wars uh, conventions. And I was like, oh, yeah, because she was talking to me about Star Wars. And that was, like, the first conversation I felt like in centuries have had with someone because we were talking about, like, Rebels, Clone Wars, um, the uh, Ahsoka, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, 
oh yeah like this is the thing that i used to like like i feel just so disconnected from it i guess that oh i was gonna say i haven't talked about stars in a while but then we taught uh i met up with steel when he was in town and we briefly talked about ahsoka oh did he like ahsoka uh no you know we need to have steel on Again, we don't have guests anymore. I know. We, but we need to. Was Steel the last time we had a guest? Probably because we talked about Gossip Girl. Yeah. Okay. That was probably the last time. I know. I need to bother Ed again to um, invite us on to his podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you can just tell Kev to. Yeah, no, because Kev doesn't arrange that stuff. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, Carlos is the same way. <laughs> Kev, Kev, and Kev wouldn't do anything. I I just gotta bother Ed. I'll 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 text. I'll message Ed. And just be like, Hey Ed, it's that time again. <laughs> it's that time for us to be on your podcast again. I promise I won't be hungover. No, but it was good to it was good to see Steel, and it was my first time meeting Harry, who is delightful and adorable. He's so delightful. Every time we see Harry, yeah. is great. It was very fun to see like Dad Steel. Like obviously, like I've heard Dad Steel like on podcasts or some of his like you know like YouTube stuff, but I haven't like in person experienced Dad Steel. It's I've an just experienced, experience. I've just I've just experienced like, hey, Dad's trying to record now, Steel. <laughs> Oh, Steel. Steel's one of my favorite dads. You know, I I feel like when my friends have become dads, it's like, it's fun to see, you know, like when Raj became a dad and when Steel became a dad. (sighs) Good times. But it's awesome to see our friends become parents. It's a cool thing. It's exciting. But, yeah, sometimes I just, you know, forget that I like Star Wars and that Star Wars is the reason why all of my friendships and relationships exist right now. I know. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's weird that George Lucas, like, helped us meet our fiancés. Yeah. That's, it's just, it's, it's weird. Like, I feel, like, it makes me kind of sad that I'm not, like, super into it anymore. And so I hope, you know, yeah. I, I want to be into it again. Like, I, but, I mean, it's just hard when it's several things in a row that you're not into. Yeah, it it makes it hard, you know, especially like I and I feel like the curse started when I when I got with Carlos at first, because that's when all the <laughs> bad things started. That's when because we got together. And then I think that was like after like the first solo trailer came out. So it's like Carlos cursed us, I think, like cursed like the world with bad star wars because we haven't had good star wars movies since because we had solo and then we had rise of skywalker and then we had ahsoka um ahsoka wasn't a movie but i should classify it as one because it was bad (laughs) okay yeah yeah what a shame but it it just it's weird it just it's crazy that something that like brought us together you know it's like you know if like you had a friend that like helped you like meet someone and then like that friend turned out to be like really stingy and shitty and then you weren't friends with them anymore 
and then like they go off and like do like bad things it's like oh that sucks like this person used to be my friend and we had a really good time together but you know they just made really bad decisions and we don't really hang out anymore like that's really what star wars is to me right now is that kind of shitty friend and it's like you want to go out of your way to try to you know like mend the relationship but it just feels like there's nothing you can do you know well that's the thing is that's the thing with it is there's nothing that we can do like we can't control what they make yeah so as hard as we try as as much as we send letters to lucasfilm because we're yeah, I don't crazy. Think, I don't think I don't think I'm gonna be getting a call from Dave being like, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna come advise on some shit?" No. Baloney, baloney. Him in that fucking hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can him and Lawrence Kasdan get like really drunk or high at a convention again? Because it was fun seeing them like so like out of it at Anaheim. They're great. Great, guys. Just make better shows. <laughs> Thank you. Bring back uh, Tony Gilroy for... Just, like, yeah, I just want him to make things forever. Yeah. Give him a fucking Star Wars movie. I know. Could we put Meghan Markle in Star Wars? I think that sure. she would do really well. I've been watching a lot of Suits. <gasps> Oh my god, can you imagine the, like, combination of terrible people that that would enrage? That's why it should happen. Oh my god, it'd be amazing. Especially if she's, like, a fucking, like, really powerful Jedi. Oh yeah, have her be, like, the most powerful Jedi. Oh my god. Like, the most powerful being to ever exist. Oh man. They should put Harvey in Star Wars. What's that guy's name? Uh, Gabriel something. Okay. God, even a biblical name. That man's beautiful. (laughs) He's very handsome. He's very slutty in season one, but, like, I love it. I don't know why. Like, he's just so, like, he's just so, like, into himself. And, like, I want a seat at the table. And I'm just like, yeah, I want a seat at my table, too. You know? (laughs) Like, I love that. I, I feel like watching shows with characters that want so much for themselves gives you that confidence too i i don't know i'm on one today but (laughs) Uh. any other movies you've been seeing i don't think so just wonka yeah i'm seeing ferrari the day after christmas oh it's cool yeah i heard that one was really good yeah, we'll see. I mean, I do not care about cars or car racing, but oh, yeah, I like I, I like Michael Mann movies, and Adam Driver is a good actor. And you know, we'll see. Hopefully, it's good. It's got to be better than Wonka. You know, a good holiday movie that you could watch if is you say the fucking holiday. <laughs> There's this really great movie that I I'm recommended not today uh, to someone because I said, yeah, Jude Law, um, yeah. Jack Black, Cameron Diaz, um, Kate Winslet, right? Kate Winslet. It's such a good movie, Emily. It does, does, does not happen. It, 
think about it. Like, just, it's a great holiday movie, lifts the spirits, you know, it's about, you know, two lonely girls, you know, just wanted to switch places for the holidays because they're so fed up with their real lives, and then they end up, you know, creating new opportunities for themselves and for other people around them, and it's, like, really wholesome and nice. I don't know, Emily, I think you would really like it, and maybe, maybe watching that will get me into the holiday spirit tonight, too, maybe... Oh, not tonight, because I, I want to make Carlos watch it with me, because he's watched it before, and he really liked it. You know, I actually felt bad when we watched it for the first time, because we watched it for the first time after his dog died, and then the dog in the movie ended up being the same name as the dog that died, so I felt oh, really no. bad about that. But no, he thought it was really, he still thought the movie was really good. That's one of the things I remember. I was like, fuck, of course it is. But really good movie, Emily. Highly recommend it. I think yeah, it's no. a great holiday movie compared to the other holiday movies out right now. Okay, well, that's nice. I'm not going to watch it. Love on, Actually on, is good, too. Ugh, fucking hate Love Actually. Why? It's fucking gross. All those people are, like, like everything in it is fucking gross. And there's, like, gross stalkery guy. There's, like, gross I'm going to sleep with my employee. Like, I don't like any of it. They're all fucking gross people. That's fair. That fucking, with the fucking, like, cue cards. Ugh. Go fuck yourself. As long as you don't insult the song. No, I'm kidding. The, that stupid song that What's-His-Face makes, and that's, like, the song for the movie. I don't know. I saw it last year um, at the Rady Shell with a live orchestra, and I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, no, I hate I fucking hate that movie. Well, the holiday is still there. No. No. I have the Christmas movies that I watched. I will watch them. Okay. That's fine. I watched Scrooged because I love that movie. That's mm-hmm. my f- And I will watch A Muppet Christmas Carol. Kevin and I are going to watch that. All over. Like, we're going to, like, have a little chat. And then we'll watch that. Oh, we're that's watch so that, I think on nice. I think on Christmas Eve. And then I... I Elf. I... Look, I took a really long time on Elf. Like, I did not watch that until, like, two years ago. Oh, and you really like it? I really do. Look, it took me a long time because I, I do not enjoy Will Ferrell in general. I find him... I like he's okay in small doses. As a whole movie, I'm like, this guy's gonna... Like, I don't like him. But it finally decided, fine, everybody talks about this movie. I'll just watch it. And I really end up enjoying it. And now I watch it. I watch it a couple of times since then, and I like it. And I watched the Grinch, old Grinch, the original Grinch, like the half-hour cartoon Grinch. Carlos's favorite is the Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh, it's so terrible! No, <laughs> that movie's awful. Okay, uh, uh, Ron Howard isn't my favorite person for directing Rogue One, even though. He had mostly not Rogue One, sorry, Um, Solo. Even though he had mostly nothing to do with it, but I, as an as an adult, I think that there are some aspects of the Grinch that are fucking hilarious. Just the things that he says. But I mean, the whole movie is just kind of dumb, you know, like Cindy Lou Who just like using the Grinch to make her feel something for Christmas. Um, Look, the problem is that the Grinch, like the book, is like a twenty-page picture book and so then you got to give like given the grinch backstory and shit no he's just the grinch he hates christmas because he fucking hates it then he tries to stop christmas and then his heart grows three sizes and you're done in and out and you yeah. get that he's a me- you're a mean one mr grinch song which is awesome 
But that's all you need. Yeah, there's just some, like, it's, it's just, like, really stupid, silly stuff that's, like, added to it. I don't know, like, when he's throwing the stuff oh. into people's mail, he's like, jury duty, jury duty, eviction notice, jury oh, duty. I fucking hate Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. There are reasons why I question Jim Carrey, mostly for his relationship with Jenny McCartney, but. Well, and her, his, he's got his own, like, weird, like, anti-vax shit that he picked up from her, maybe from her, but. Oh, mostly no, from I, her, I, yeah, probably. And also, the fucking who's are horrific, like, the makeup on them, ugh, it's so creepy and gross. Everybody's got a fucking little, like, pig snout. Ugh. Yeah, uh, this will be this will be the next conversation that I'll make sure that you and Carlos have because before we record, Carlos always has a couple questions for Emily. This is like every single week he has something to ask Emily, and yeah. or or occasionally a question for me to pass on to Kev. Yeah, <laughs> and it's my favorite because it's like it's like sometimes like we're in the car or something, and he's like, "I figured out a question I'm going to ask Emily this week." <laughs> Or, like, there's something I want to ask Kev. Like, anything one of them was, so like, a funny. silly ass, like, do people ride bicycles and... No, no, not do people... He asked if Kev rode a bike. Not do people in England ride bicycles. I think he knows that bicycles exist there. <laughs> it's just, like, how the question was phrased at first to me. It was, like, do you think they ride bikes? I'm, like, what? And he's, like, Kev. I'm, like, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Oh, man, I was telling someone about our Europe trip today, and I was just thinking, like, that was so much fun. Even though that everything happened that happened, like, that was so much fun. That was a very good trip. I want to go back to Scotland. I do, It's too. crazy, like, I feel like that was so long ago. I know. I, I feel and like not this 10 years year. ago. Yeah. This year was fucking rough. It was fucking interesting, but it was, and it was probably, it was, like, a very good year for you. I mean, shit. I mean, comparatively, certainly. Yeah, you're getting married. I mean, I'm getting married, too, but you're getting married. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I I feel like I'm getting close to, like, just, like, just texting Carlos one day, just being like, hey, just meet me at the courthouse. Let's do this shit. But, I mean, obviously, like, we'll have a wedding, too, and everything, because he always always tells everyone there's a difference between getting married and having a wedding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll probably do both because, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just so excited for our trip to Japan. There's just so many things that we can do in Japan, Emily. Like, we can go to, you like... You meaning you and Carlos? No, like, you and me. Like, we can go to spas. Like, I've been seeing these, like, color analysis things where it's, like, they, they put a bunch of colors on you and they, like, say, like, what colors look best on, like, your skin tone and your eyes and your hair. And maybe they have those in Japan. It would be really cool to go with you to that. Like, a cool, like, fun, like, Brittany and Emily day where we do, That's like, fun things. That's what you want to do in Japan. I know that they have these, like, hair spas where you get, like, a, like, a nice head massage and like they shampoo your scalp and like they go in and they just make sure I mean, like I can your go to like a great clips and get them to shampoo my hair oh no but like they go like 20 bucks they go in and like they look at your scalp and then they figure out like how to fix your scalp and how they make your scalp like squeaky clean like i don't know just like cool things in japan that you can do and then like a bunch of good food we can go to like i don't know look the only thing I am sad about not going to Japan. Besides, you know, like seeing all my friends, is food. There's I nothing like it's just no. I have no other desire to go. I'm excited for the food, and I'm excited. Um, 
to go to Disney to go to the parks because I think that Rusty's going too and Rusty's a big Disney parks person. Oh, I would say sometimes he's a bigger parks person than me. Sometimes. Oh, wow. Yeah, like he's very selective, but it's it's funny too because it's like you 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 see buff little Rusty. I say little, but he's like six foot tall and twenty five something, twenty five, twenty six. I don't know, something something like that. Years old. Oh, you know, I think he'll be. I don't know, just age, age, age is weird. Uh, aging is, mm-hmm. aging is aging. But but yeah, we go to those Disney parks panels and he gets so excited but those are so fun emily one of these days you gotta go do a one of those d23s because it's just it's so silly it's so much okay, fun but, but i'm not into the parks i know but it's just i feel like when you're surrounded by people that are so excited about a fucking parade like you get excited too that they're bringing happiness happier no, but, but i don't i don't like those people i but emily you like me I do like you, but I can see you other places. I know, but you know, it's you know, doing things that you don't normally do and then like you find out you like them, you know? Like uh but, but like look, like if you want like if you were like the way no, like the thing you would like ostensibly is like going to the theme park and yeah. finding out you like the theme park. Not going to a convention about the theme park. <laughs> Isn't it ridiculous? It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is just like, oh, look, you could see some pictures of this restaurant you're never going to go to that we redesigned to put, like, different cartoons in than it had before. Yeah, or look at this hotel that we're refurbishing because it needs to match one of the lands at our park. And then we're adding, like, a restaurant or two. And then at Downtown Disney, we're adding a restaurant or two and... Guess what? You're getting the food from that restaurant right now. Man, that was the most excited I think I've ever been at a panel when they gave us Portos. And it was so fucking good, too. I don't know, I do Emily. Like what are you going to say? I do like food, but I can get food other places. Yeah, but free food, the best part is, is that, like, they had a separate food platter, or not food platter, but, like, a little, like, to-go thing for, like, people with allergies. So it's like they're thinking ahead. Okay, that's nice. It didn't kill anybody. That's good. That's amazing. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying that, like, if Star Wars did that, where, like, at a panel, like, they gave us food, like, maybe that's what we're missing with Star Wars, is that Star Wars needs to give us, like, this needs to be, like, we're going to Costco where we're getting free samples. Like, maybe that there should be a parks panel at Star Wars Celebration, and they should give us a food item from Batu. I don't know. But what can save Galaxy's Edge? Absolutely nothing. Except if you decide to create more rides. And we need to kick in the dick the idea that Batu only exists between certain Star Wars movies. I well, think that's theme, dumb a, as a, hell. A theme park should not be canon. No. This is just... You're thinking too much. Bobby. Bobby. You're being a dick about many well, things yeah, right now. My other thing is, like, if I go into, a, like, a Star Wars park, I want to see everybody from Star Wars. Like, at all the different Star Wars, like, eras. And not just, like, well, you can't see that character because that character exists in a different, like, period of time. That's stupid. 
I want the Eras Tour for Star Wars. Like, I want to be able to see all of my Star Wars eras. I want to be, I want to be seeing the debut Star Wars, the Fearless Star Wars, the Speak Now Star Wars, the Red Star Wars, the 1989 Star Wars, the Reputation Star Wars, the Lover Star Wars. I like that you feel the need to do this. I like that you feel the need to tie it into Tiger Swift as a metaphor when Star Wars has defined eras already. Evermore Star Wars. Okay. Midnight Star Wars. But oh, like yes. the rest of like 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 Disney if I'm like in Disney World, I can see like it's not like all those different characters exist in the same time. Exactly. But they're all walking around. Exactly. Oh god, did, did I ever tell you my really sad eras tour story? I don't know. So I bought the fucking movie. It's not purchasing the movie. It's renting the movie. Uh Uh-huh. And I didn't know before renting it that you only had 48 hours to watch the movie. Yeah. I thought you had 30 days to watch the movie. I didn't finish the movie that I purchased for $20. And it went bye-bye. Not my brightest decision. No. No. But... Taylor Swift did not create eras. And yeah, I think that's ridiculous that a theme park area has to be canon. Like, I I don't know. Yeah, it's just, just I mean, look, the whole thing is ill-conceived. But that's enough talking about the theme park that we've... That's old ground. What's new ground? Nothing. We're, no, there's nothing else to talk about. Oh, are we... There is no new Star Wars right now. Are we gonna are we gonna create a new theme park? Are we gonna like display it at the next convention where this is gonna be our theme park? We're very excited to announce the blueprints for this area that will be completed in spring of twenty twenty seven. Didn't we have some sort of thing we were planning for Haas that was like there's like animals and shit and like different themed rides? Oh yeah. That'll be done in 2024, spring of 2024. We've been working very hard on it. We already have the blueprints out and everything. Um, we just need to approve the vendors. Yeah, that's right. There was like going to be like a, you know, like a tool zone mm-hmm. and like some sort of like raccoon based ride. Yeah, I know like we've been raccoon we've, cafe. Yeah, we've been um, teaching the raccoons how to um, how to work Talk. in the kitchen too. So they'll be able to dine with you and then cook too. You know, you yeah, can have look, an experience look, like look. you're we, getting Korean we're, barbecue. We're having, pro- we're having some problems with the health department, but we're going to get it all ironed out. But it's going to be like when you get Korean barbecue and like instead of like the people having to make it for you, it's the raccoons. Awesome. That's so cool. Because like they have hands. They can grab things with their hands. You know, they're very good at grabbing things. They they wash their food. Yeah. Yeah. They wash their hands. Like, I think they could be very efficient in the in anywhere. They could. Yeah. What, what could be more efficient than having <laughs> raccoons cook your food? I would worry about maintaining roller coaster rides because I feel like they can be a little skittish sometimes. So, like, if they hear a loud noise, they'll just run away. And that could potentially be dangerous. Yeah, but these are trained. Yeah, but, I mean... It, you could be trained, but, you know, something could still trigger you. You know, triggers are a normal thing. Yeah, but that, that can happen with people, too. That's true. 
Anyway. <laughs> Brittany, where can people find you? You can find me on social media as Canto Brit. What about you? Uh, I am on, I am at EF Lind. Show is Candabite Pod. You can email us candabitepod at gmail.com. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go It's time to serenade my girl Lindo Sorry the ladies where I had to say no But if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto No shame in the game Make even Rogue One seem tame But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main Yeah, that's fire Love on the rocks leaves the love on my socks Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked Especially when y'all truly whips out his cock Canto bite Episode 100 Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E and B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches on my canto bitches Start off with my Aussies Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch With canto bitch number one Josh made it a team And had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream That made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo And throw back some brew Fish tacos and San Fran You know we approve Rebecca from Perth I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fruity Dude I didn't forget This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches Rabia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grosso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and Horse B at Scum and Villainy King Tom Death Watch The most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata Shouted Rusty last time so I shout a Rush too You know the list ain't complete without less and boo This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches now if i didn't say your name don't feel no shame you love the fun the games and refresher bangs hang on every word of lindo's fanfic where she describes every vein in mendo's dick spread the word maybe buy a t-shirt i don't know maybe ask the girls if yaddle squirts take your cbd send in your top three and you'll always be a bitch like me Get him, Eric.